Hello, and welcome to the Totally Clinical podcast, brought to you by Techro. Totally Clinical is a deep dive into the freshest trends, big time challenges, and most excellent triumphs of clinical trials. I'm Hannah, your host. Join me as I chat with industry experts, trailblazers, thought leaders, and most importantly, the people benefiting from clinical research. So tune in, settle back, and don't touch that dial. It's time to get totally clinical. Today I'm speaking to Hilary Theakston. Hilary is Executive Director of the Clarity Foundation, which works to improve the survival and quality of life of women with ovarian cancer. I started by asking her more about her career and what motivates her. I actually started my career in biotech and life sciences companies doing communications for them, uh, investor relations, public relations, and corporate communications. And then in 2011, I had the opportunity to work for the Clarity Foundation, which was founded by a biotech entrepreneur who is well known in the San Diego community, Laura Schauber. So that really began what is now a 10-year adventure into the nonprofit uh, patient advocacy space. And so it's been just an incredibly gratifying experience for me. Like a lot of us, uh, my family has been impacted by cancer. And so to be able to work in a space and for an organization that is helping patients and families through some really difficult times uh, in their lives has been really rewarding and gratifying for me. I think what has been most encouraging to me and what I've observed in my own career is the willingness of women to mentor other women in their organizations. And I benefited tremendously from this in my early career at a biotechnology company where um, our CFO was the first female vice president at a major accounting firm. And she really uh, made it a point to mentor some of the women in our organization, including me. And I really uh, have her to thank for the direction that my early career took and her willingness to invest in me, um, to uh, develop me, to provide training and coaching and mentoring. And I've been gratified to see that. In, in the various roles that I've had over time. So um, that has been a tremendous source of inspiration to me is the willingness of women. Um, and I think Kamala Harris has been quoted as saying um, along the lines of, you may be the first, but make sure that you're not the last. So in terms of um, progression you've seen during your career, it's been mainly around mentoring and you feel that that's really changed within the time you started and today? I was very fortunate to benefit from um, probably a pioneering mentoring spirit early in my career. And I have seen that accelerate and expand over time. So I think that that is is a positive change that um, what I experienced earlier in my career as uh, very individually driven type efforts have expanded into um, organizations and networks and more formalized means of, of providing mentoring. 
um, to um, to young women uh, in their career and, and really throughout uh, throughout their career. And now looking to the future, what progress would you like to see for women in your profession in terms of future? That could be five years, 10 years, depending on, you know, a period you feel within which it would be realistic. <laughs> I think an observation about women's careers and uh, professional advancement that has really stuck with me or lodged in my mind is this dynamic that we tend to see uh, with women advancing in their careers and what I understand to be a certain hesitancy, a sense that I'm not ready for that. And I think we've seen it across many industries and politics and um, you know, advancing into leadership roles. So what I hope to see is that women don't have that hesitation of I'm not ready, um, but are more confident or more willing to step into roles that may feel like a stretch, but that they can develop into. I think that the willingness to uh, to stretch in that way, to take on a larger role, even if you don't have all of the boxes ticked, even if you don't feel like you have every single base covered, uh, the willingness to, to step into that and to bring your unique voice to that role, I think is very powerful. And I, I hope to see that expand uh, even more so. If you could go back in time and give yourself advice starting your career, what would it be? The single piece of advice that I would give to myself is to trust in the unique point of view and perspective and even gift that you can bring to your roles and to your profession and to your organization. I think early in my career, there was a definite sense of what do I need to learn to become proficient, to become expert in a, in a particular uh, area? Um, and, and there was, I guess, a certain focus on what more do I need to learn? What expertise do I need? Uh, what training do I need? Where do I need to fill in those gaps to be successful, to be productive and effective in my role? And I think it's important to do that, right? Training is important. Uh, it's important to expand your experience and your expertise and to continue growing. But I think it's also important to balance that um, those um, core competencies or those, um, those areas of training with the belief that, um, that you have something unique to bring to the table. And that you might do your job differently than someone else who comes with a different background, with different training, um, but that's okay. There's um, that your unique point of view, your life experiences have value and can be additive and contribute to the work that you're doing. I think that that provides some level of reassurance, especially as you get into leadership positions where you feel the weight or the responsibility of the organization. And it's natural to worry about whether you're making the right decision. 
to uh, be concerned with whether you have all of the information and expertise that is needed uh, to to make decisions that are that are very important for the future of the organizations. So what do you think is the greatest gift of your professional career? I would say that it wasn't until I moved into a uh, a nonprofit uh, patient advocacy role that I really felt what I had heard people talk about, of course, when you read uh, career advice or, or you consume career advice, it, it often pertains to uh, finding something that you're passionate about. I really was able to find and connect with something that was deeply meaningful to me and something that I had very deep passion for um, in the cancer advocacy space. And that has been the greatest gift of my professional career is to be able to work on something that I care very deeply about um, that has been a significant impact and influence on my life. And to be able to do that professionally has been incredibly gratifying. And another piece of that has been the opportunity to work with people who are similarly passionate and motivated has been unlike any kind of team or collaborative experience that I've ever had. Could you tell me a bit more about the work you do at the Clarity Foundation? So at the Clarity Foundation, we are committed to helping women and their families access the latest science and research and data about ovarian cancer that can help them have a, an easier journey that can help them have a better clinical outcome. As we see it, and as our patients and and caregivers experience it, there's a big gap between standard of care and what is known. So a lot of our work at the Clarity Foundation is to help women sift through the wealth of data and information that's available to help them identify resources and information that are high quality and are appropriate for them. And a lot of the work that we do is in helping women to identify clinical trials that might be more suitable given their clinical history and given their tumor type. Because unfortunately, women are not often enough informed about clinical trials as an option. And that's your dose of Totally Clinical. For all the listeners out there, you can follow Tecra on Twitter. The handle is at Tecra Official, LinkedIn and Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, download the Totally Clinical podcast on Apple, Spotify and Google. See you on your next visit and remember to bring your friends. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.